All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Daddy long that game and shout out to Red Light Crew. Hey, you're one of 12 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. Yeah, you know what the... To find that uh, uh, better, um, I think the key there is. Uh, I just lost my trend of thought. All right, episode hey, one. Hey. Did you turn off our mics during you the intro? You turned off our microphones. You didn't want us talking. Because people need to hear the fucking intro, you guys. If your mics are on, we did it. We did one take where your mics were on because I thought you guys knew when the intro was on to not talk. But then all you guys do is talk and then no one can hear the intro. What are the odds but our we biggest were... hater is our producer? Yeah, I, I, I think, think it is. Show. I think it is. It's not hate. It's just they'd be sitting there like hearing a mute Sal? <laughs> Is that oh, your burner I account? Am. Sal's my burner. Um, oh. No, it's just a mishmash of audio if your mics aren't off during the intro. But we're providing commentary on the intro. Yeah. But we're including everyone in the story about how we want to come up with a new intro, and they could have heard our discussion there. So well, now, now it's just going to be start a surprise, the discussion. I guess. Well, no, because before... Well, we forgot what we talked about. Because before, it would have been the intro playing and just, like, voices in the background. They wouldn't have heard anything. Well, luckily, no one's listening. It's a creative process. Checkmate. Yes, exactly. That's how we work through it. We're workshopping here. <laughs> this podcast is this slowly and slowly getting towards ganging up on your own Chuck whenever he tries to do things properly. I'd listen to that podcast. We had a great time ganging up on you and ON Radio on Friday, too. I heard. I was, like, deathly ill. And you guys are like, oh, yeah, soft your M truck. Wanted a three-day weekend. What a- <laughs> it's always good when they're not there to defend themselves. Speaking of which, Chalmers is not here this week. Yeah. What kind of dirt you got on him? Oh, God. I actually have something really good, but I can't share it because he'll be so mad. I'll have to tell you off camera. Oh, for God's sake. I meant to tell you before this, but we got caught up. 
doing work stuff, but like, don't me. bring up something no, on no, the podcast. Like, honestly, I would rather say I would rather have like everyone tell Aaron Chalmers he had thirty Red Bulls this weekend, which he may or may not have. I he don't know. Did. So maybe uh, ask is, his wife. But <laughs> is there a way for you to tell it where I just bleep out certain words for the general public? Oh, that'd be fantastic. Uh, I be, no, because you if if uh, when I describe the setting. The bleeping is going to make it even worse. <laughs> so you know how the back of a toilet has a chamber that you can store water in? You'll know exactly where it's going to go. Oh, yeah. it's uh, he, do- he upper decks, didn't I, he? I, Chalmers, Chalmers is an upper decker, uh, and he's also a chummer. He'd rather be called a cheater than me, which you know he hates and doesn't want to be called, than me to tell this story. Wow. <laughs> wow. Bang but the, but the oh. fact that we're even talking about, like, loosely around the story, Chalmers is probably, when he hears this, shitting his pants. He didn't ask you for Vera's number, did he? <laughs> I, we had that, that would actually be better. So I'll, I'll tell you guys outside, but he was, uh, I, 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 yeah, he, he was embarrassed with, with, with this story. For sure. Those are my favorite kind of Chalmers stories, but we'll yeah. leave it. Well, I guess all 12 people listening, there's probably four now, yeah. but they'll be not part of our joke. 99.9% of the stories we can share because we're here to uh, make fun of each other above all else and also support our favorite team. When I'm listening to a sports podcast, I like it when the hosts are doing inside jokes that they're referring to that they'll talk about after the show that isn't even tangentially related to the sport I thought I was listening to. Well, mm-hmm. you want to create FOMO. That's right. the big thing. So, I mean, people are scared that they're missing out on this great story now. I think we're creating JOMO, the joy of missing out. They're like, fuck, I'm glad I don't have to listen to whatever bullshit a guy I don't know talking about a guy I don't know doing a thing I don't care about. I really hope that catches on, by the way, the joy of missing out because oh, I feel like that speaks to me at my core. I get JOMO. Absolutely. There's nothing better than looking at a bad, good time other people are having and going, nah. Yeah, people talk about cancel culture as, oh, it's a bad thing. I'm all about it. I love that. But it only works if everybody else that you're friends with or going to an event with do it. Oh, sure. If you have an event that just falls to shit because everybody has Jomo and flakes out, you got to get new friends. You can be the only one (laughs) ditching. Well, then you'd have to be the joy of participating or something. You'd You'd be the opposite, the outcast on the other side. If everyone starts following the Jomo trend. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're just missing out. Yeah. Everyone's missing out. I take joy in that. Speaking of not missing out, the Oilers are not missing out on a lot of opportunities to win games. They're the 2-0. The, the Oilers. Oh, them. Can we back up a second? Okay. How dare you crowbar sports into our conversation here? <laughs> you know what? This time I think we should actually allow it because this is like crazy awesome. What yeah, we're I actually have a lot to talk about. I agree, but I want to talk about the intro first. Okay. Before we started, we talked about getting a new intro song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I want to know what you guys are thinking. Are you talking about getting rid of the Yale song entirely? So let's break down the intro. Right now, yes. the intro is the Yale fight song. And we thought that was funny because we had an ongoing joke about Chia being an idiot. And he was a Harvard man. Rather than being negative, we we would be pro-Yale, which yeah. that plosive implied means you're anti-Harvard. Mm-hmm. So the Yale fight song was written in 19 dickety aught, so there's no trademarks allowed. And then layered on top of that, we have Daddy Longneck, longtime listener of the show. Of course. Talking about shit that we got done on Cameo.com, which is a hilarious website where any D-rate celebrity you can think of will say whatever you want to your aunt on her answering machine for 40 bucks. Then we've got Confused Bob Nicholson, 
on Gregor's show being asked to define the culture of the Edmonton Oilers. Something as president you'd think he'd have a pretty good handle on. Probably. Then he fumbles. Then his old man phone rings, and he's got it set to explain who's talking to me. Or <laughs> I didn't even me know more. that was a setting. Oh, you got to set your thing to geriatric. <laughs> and then the brightness goes up, and then uh-huh. the font size is 90, yeah. and then it tells you who you're calling. And also text your kids once a day a message automatically that signs love Uncle Bob. In that case. It's wonderful. That's a sign of an old person when they tell you who they are in their text. Guarantee Bob Nicholson has big button phones. That's on so desk. true. I just hey, said. it's your mom. Yeah, I know, mom. You're in my phone as mom. I know when you text that it's you. Love mom at the end. Oh, okay. She's uh, signing off. Here's uh, here's just a random little thing. Matt Dunnigan, you know, the CFL and TSN analyst. He signs all his texts. Ready, set, Matt Dunnigan. <laughs> wow. Every single one. I it's hilarious. That. I worked at a company briefly uh, who had a guy, my boss's last, his initial spelled G, were G-O. And so this guy would send out emails and at the end of every email would say go in big letters. I respect that. And one day I was talking to a coworker and I was like, that guy's a fucking dick. Why does he sign every single email go? It's rude. Like, hey, blah, blah, blah. I need this done. Go. And they're like, those are his initials. I was like, I don't think I'm cut out for the work world. Bye. Yeah, but he knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. I sign all my tweets with BM. Well. Still do. I stole it from uh, Hulk Hogan. Surely you have at this point a copy and paste. You're not uh, dash space space BM in it. Do you oh, yeah, do it on? Uh, do you do it on your like bagged milk Twitter account too? No. no yeah, no. you just do it. On, I thought you did it on ON so people know it's bagged milk tweeting from it. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I stole okay. that from Hulk Hogan because oh. he signs all of them with HH. Yeah, I love it. Makes sense. Of course. Back so to the, the intro. intro. <laughs> so what? Oh, yes. What part of the intro are you? I guess not happy with. Well, I think we need to freshen it up. I don't like the fight song. It's it's too relevant to last season, and I think we've moved on. We have stability. We haven't got a new president. No, but I think he is kind of disconnected from this side of the business. You think Anselmi's in charge? I think... Who? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I think Ken Holland is in charge. Ken Holland's the president. Yeah. Should we so. play the Dutch national anthem <laughs> as our background? I'm looking for royalty-free music here, boys. Absolutely. Let's be honest. Maybe maybe it's just us eating a bag of chips. Yeah. Branded. Is the Dutch national anthem melodic? Is it nice? You have to assume it's nice. Oh. They wrote it years ago. It's oh, been absolutely. Was it, it Beethoven Dutch? Probably something uh, over the hills. You might have been involved. I know Van Gogh was Dutch. A Couldn't sing a note. Clog percussion. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's very woody. Yeah. Let's ditch uh, Daddy Longneck. But let's get somebody equally strange. Yes. Oh, there's plenty. Yes. Bagno, Absolutely. 90% of our communication online is tagging each other in Russian prison fighting videos uh-huh. or other strange shit. Uh-huh. Let's see if we can find somebody else equally. Yeah. We enjoy a cameo, which means they're a penny. Absolutely. Because yeah. guys... the, people, the people that we want are not going to be the big hitters on cameo. God, no. Or maybe they are, depending on how you look at it. You can like, get a riffraff for 75 bucks. He's not bad. That's dope. Do you know who Riff Raff is? No. Uh, here's the Dutch national anthem. Oh, though. here we go. Wait, it might play an ad because I'm getting it off YouTube. <laughs> yeah. It's, never mind. It's an ad. So Better I have to wait a couple of seconds to see. But uh, to answer your question here. Oh, here we go. Oh, maybe. Soup Nazi it's, charging 60 bucks. That's bold. It's quieter than I thought uh, it would so be. So he doesn't have he doesn't have one of those voices, though. What about no. Bob Maneri? Bob Maneri? Yeah, he's good. Yeah. 200 bucks. This, this sounds like it's a festival churchy. of trees. Ooh. Or the singing Christmas tree nice. or whatever it is. That is nice. Yeah. 
Yeah, we've got okay. I know, but I, I, I think well, obviously we've got our, 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 our structure. To Do you uh, like the idea of the national anthem of Holland? Potentially. Yeah. I, I, I don't think. I, I, I think. Me? It's, no. No. Well, that's a strange. What do you like, young millennial? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Being I, mad. Well, I think let's let the listeners have some input here. Let's hear what they say. If they want the Dutch national anthem, then I'm all for it. I I'm believe the four of us outnumber the listeners. Yeah, I was going to say, when the people around the table outnumber the listeners of the show, we call all shots. Yeah, I think yeah, we're the listeners now at that point. I would also like to have like maybe some mashups of some different quotes in there as well. Like we have Bob Nicholson. We yeah. obviously had the cameo, but maybe like mixing in some positivity going forward into the season. New day. Maybe like Adam Larson saying all the negativities out of the room. Yes. Something like that. Mm. Maybe Chalmers saying something absurd. Things like that thrown in there. Fuck, we should go. This would take way too long. Don't so worry. So I sent two comments to your both of your Insta and Twitter posts saying the theme of the season, a reaction to the seasons thus far in five words. Yeah. yeah. Your reaction to the first two games in five words. Yeah. So mine are both the same, but also different because they I'm using different words. Yeah. Okay. The culture change is real. It, oh, sorry, the Luch effect is real and culture change is upon us. Both meaning the exact same goddamn thing. Would you be interested in Woe Vicky <gasps> for $30? That's it? 30 bucks? 30 oh, bones for Woe Vicky. Fuck. Yeah, I, that's, that's, that's good. That's, I should get her featured on my new album coming absolutely. out this Christmas. Of course. Yeah. You got that, that's it? Been working on that mixtape. Oh, I'm thinking of uh, Danielle Brigoli. Wait a minute. Miss Vicky's the off-brand Cash Me Outside girl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 30 bucks. That's 30 bones? Bad. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, we, we I think we've got kind of uh, a framework going here, and let's surprise everyone. Boy, really, Daddy Longneck mailed that in, though, didn't he? Or did he? Well, or didn't he? Like, like it's it's good, regardless. Wayne pronounced Wayne, remember? <laughs> Wayne. <laughs> but that's good. How much for Daddy Longneck's dad to voice the oh, intro? Dad. Isn't there another guy named Wideneck? Oh, yeah, but he went yeah, back to jail. jail. Yeah, he's oh, really? Yeah. Right now. We're going to have to boost him if we get some quotes from yeah. him. They put a song out, Longneck and Wideneck. Yeah, I've heard that. It's fantastic. We Up Next? Was that what it's yeah, called? It's up Next. <laughs> next. <laughs> That's gold. I never knew Boy, who the that world was. Is fucked. I never knew who that was. Saw you guys joking about it one day. Went down the rabbit hole of Daddy Longnecks and Wideneck for like. 15 minutes and never went back. That dude's got 2 million followers on Instagram right Daddy now. Daddy Longneck? Yeah. yeah. He's he's the authority and here. His dad is a f- certified clout chaser. Absolutely. I just love how he just, like, on his birthday, on Daddy Longneck's birthday, just all the family shots that were going up on Papa Longneck's page, the best. That's what Instagram's about. Yeah. I don't care what your lunch looks like, Tyler. I don't know about the Longneck family. My golden age on social media was following celebrity parents. <laughs> I was into it. And Beyonce's mom, God bless. I'm all about the beehive, but I had to unfollow mom. How come? Too much. Too many show to show, uh, shots with new Beyonce dad. Oh, they're man. everywhere. They're all, they're in the Virgin Islands. They're in the Maldives. I didn't care. I wanted baby shots of Beyonce, but Beyonce, every time mama Beyonce put anything about Beyonce on, it turned up. You can get wide neck on cameo for 30 bones. Although I don't know how long it takes him to respond to emails these days. We should get like, <laughs> I know Jeremy Roenick, <clears throat> Jesus Christ, Jeremy Roenick is on there. I don't know if I can say that, swears, JC. Um, you could get Jeremy Roenick for 150 bucks to say, I'm Jeremy Roenick and I officially think the Oilers are better than I ever was. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Oh, that's great. Oh, man. How about Jesus Christ for 25 bucks? Wow, well, yeah, can you get JC? him for that? Absolutely. He, I wonder how much Roenick would charge to just join the podcast. Well, 150 bucks for 20 seconds of his time. Yeah, okay. So, you know, maybe we can do a GoFundMe and get about 40 seconds of his time. 
That's all you need, really. I'll email him and just say, hey, I, I want to get you on this podcast. We'll give you 50 bucks. And he'd be like, fuck yeah. that, 1000 The award-winning Nation Real Life podcast. Of course. Oh, did we win an award? The smash hit, of course. Oh, the Nation Network Award it, for Best Podcast. It's the Nation Real Life Award Podcast Award. The Tyler Uramchuk I Hate This Podcast More Than Anything Award. It's Most the hated award by Tyler Uramchuk, mm-hmm. presented by Tyler In Tough competition. Yeah. I have my own podcast to hate now. I listen back to the Oilers Nation pregame podcast, which is available every single Edmonton Oilers game day, and I go, fuck, this host is terrible. Yeah, so do you just fight with yourself during that? And like, being like, shit, you can't talk during the intro, you fucking idiot. Like, mid-sentence, you're like, in the Oilers ah. game tonight, what the fuck am I talking about? What Jesus a bunch Christ, of- what kind of take is that? Um, I do a thing, bet of the game, where I go through the betting book, and I say, what the best like prop bet is for the game. I'm so, 0-2 so far, so I ripped myself today. So tonight oh, good, the good, Oilers good. play the Islanders tonight. Yep. What are you betting on? Um, well, first off, the Oilers are massive underdogs in this game. They're uh, plus 145 dogs. You can get them in regulation at plus 230. So I like that. Oh, shit, um, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to throw some kibosh on that. Yep. Um, and I like how you're turning into a degenerate guy. Yeah, you yeah. really are. I've got, I've got a clip, clip for you. For proof that I, that, that uh, we bet 400 bucks on the Oilers to make the playoffs. I'm going to send that to you to share. Yep. My my commitment is real financially because if I don't win this, I'm missing a mortgage payment. Okay. Um, but my bet of the game today, you can get props on how many shots on goal the players are going to get. Leon Dreisaitl's over-under is set at three. He's had four shots on goal in the first game, six shots on goal in the second game. Hammer that over. There you go. Woo! All right. I like that. Also, hammer the over-under in the game. It's five and a half, and you can almost... It's like uh, even money. It's even money on the over, man. Yeah, Cost no, get I, in last I year against the Islanders. I, I honestly wouldn't touch that because... <sighs> Leon and McDavid combined... I, I struggle. There's there's no such thing as the under. You can only bet over in my, in my, in my world. So you can never take the under, and that's a game where it could go under because they are so goddamn stingy, the Islanders. Like, when we win that game, it's going to be 4-1. Or 3-1. Last year, the Oilers won 4-3 in OT and then lost 5-2 in regulation. So both games hit the over. And that was with Robin Leonard being out of this world. Koskinen was meh against them. Now what do you have to save yourself, Jay? Mm -hmm. I'm also the type of guy uh, that if I see a tweet about a stock tip, I react immediately. So... I'm uh, I'm I'm hammering. Um, I'm doing like a four thing parlay yeah. where I'm going the over, the shots, the win and regulation. Yeah, and I'm gonna bet thirty bucks, and that's all gonna turn into six hundred. Maybe we're gonna be harvesting one of your kidneys here soon. Can we? Can I interject quickly? Talk about stocks really fast. Go ahead. Talk about that. The sharing economy, you know, like Uber and Lyft yeah. and that WeWork. Does not equate well in the public markets. No. They hate the sharing economy. Well, it's, they hate the sharing economy because the sharing economy doesn't make any money. In the stock market, the street needs to see profit. Uber and Lyft are at like 40% down since they IPO'd. Yeah. Like, you're like pissing money away to bring me my salad at night. And Uber's, uh, their IPO stocks unlock on the 6th of November as well. So it's probably going to drop a little bit more. What does that mean? Like employees can unload? So all the people that bought the IPO were locked in for that six months mm-hmm. and that lifts on November 6th. So it's probably going to drop significantly with all those people dump shares. So we'll see how that goes. You got to short that shit, bag milk. Yeah, man. Got to buy them put or, options. Or buy on the 7th after everybody's dump shares on the 6th. No, no, buy put options. They Bet go the down. under. Bet the under. Mm. We should do a stock market segment. We are, I think it's illegal. Is it actually? Promoting Well, I think you can talk about what you personally did, but not try to push other people to do the same thing. I think you can be like, well, Uh, I bought a bunch of Disney stock, 
because Disney Plus is coming out and all of the Disney content contracts with like Netflix and whatnot are about to expire. So the only place to consume Disney content is going to be on Disney Plus. Therefore, Disney is going to hopefully go up a lot, in my opinion. So <laughs> I made a bet on that. Allegedly, in my opinion. Well, if you guys are going to give betting advice and stock advice, I'm just straight up starting a Ponzi. Absolutely. <laughs> so you send me your money. Yep. <laughs> and I will send you a certificate. Yeah, no, no, no. Five of you send me a hundred bucks. Yeah. I'm gonna pay two of you your money back immediately. If you become you a go sales tell agent. five friends, yes, exactly. It's it's not a pyramid, it's 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 a line of prosperity. It's a it's triangle a funnel. of prosperity. Yeah. The sales a, funnel. Exactly. Inverted. hundred percent. With Whew. the winner at the top. Don't so well, I talked about hot stocks and I'm gonna bring it back to hockey. Yeah. Is and, and, and it's even it's even connected to business in his name. The real deal, James Neal. Mm. That guy's a hot stock. Right now, yeah. He's got a net front presence that Milan Lushish did not have. He's closing, baby. Closing. closing deals. This motherfucker could explode this year. I hope so. He has no pressure. No. He's probably the highest paid oiler to have no pressure ever. Yeah, and that's what Lucic is saying he has in Calgary. It's true. Now, now the pressure. I, I, but I, I don't get that. Now because the they, they've already me. flopped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they still have term on their contract. Yep. So now you, that's why people trade headaches for headaches, hoping yeah. that the pressure is off and they reset. Man. I am very glad to get rid of our headache. Oh, geez. We just traded a migraine in for like an orgasm. Like that's how polar <laughs> opposite. Might want to mark that down. Yeah. You're yep. about, as, about as funny as we're going to get today. But like that, like literally, we went from like it's this guy is is here producing. Obviously, I Tippett in his press conference yesterday said he's well liked in the room. Fantastic! Once again, culture change is upon us. Hell yeah! Um, the first twenty minutes of this podcast have been quite frankly all over the place, but maybe we'll get into more Oilers talk after we hear from the fine folks at Jappa. Have you got holes to dig, earth to pack, and roads to build? then you need to call Jappa Machinery Group. Does your equipment need a service? You can't fix stupid, but here at Jappa Machinery Group, we can fix everything else. With a full range of parts to keep your equipment running smoothly, Jappa Machinery Group is a family-operated and Alberta-grown business. Here to help build a bigger and better Western Canada. Give us a call or visit us at jappamachinery.com. Jappa Machinery Group. Join the family. He's Welcome back. Mics off. He turned the mics off. I was even being silent. Yeah, you guys were being like dead quiet. And I was like, I'm just not even going to tell them that I turned their mics off for that commercial. You could have been talking that whole time. Welcome back. Episode 142 of Nation Real Life. No Traumers. Bag Milk. Wanye. Jay. I'm, I'm Tyler Ramchuk. Sh- I'm going to show Jappa real quick. I'm being reunited with my defensive partner, Sean Green, from Jappa this evening in our men's league match. And I'm very excited because just like Jappa, he's a hardworking, reliable Dude, and I need that because I'm a liability. You know it's not a liability? Jappa's pens. They're wonderful. Marin I don't have any. Up. Oh, that's all right. You weren't nice enough to Marin at the golf tournament, were you? Mm-hmm. I was. I was nice to all of them. I had a great time golfing with them, even though I was terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't enjoy pens. golfing with you. I know. We did a debrief. Um, <laughs> I Honestly, I'm not even surprised at that news. <laughs> uh, you hear that? Oh yes, Neil damn near had a hat trick, man. Yeah, and like if he would have, if he would have got, got selfish yeah. with the empty net. Yeah. Let's talk about that play at the end. God damn it, Connor! I get it. You are such a team first guy, but in a fucking wild roller coaster game, just shoot that on net. Like, look at what happened. Yeah. Or Neil could have shot it on net too when he got it. Like he had it on his back end. He probably could have just flipped it towards the net. 
at oh. least. Um, yeah. Do you know how hard I would have been flexing on my boast that he's going to get an October hat trick if he would have closed that out on Saturday? Yeah. I would have been insufferable. He looks good, man. I think that I hate to give any credence to the if Toby Reader had scored, we would have made the power or playoff bullshit. But I do think that he's going to easily eclipse <laughs> anything Luch can put up. I bet you Luch won't have a two goal game in his career. So remaining, we so so far, have both Haas and. Nygaard scored? No, it was Haas the now. Euro Showtime goal where Haas made the play, passed it to Nygaard. Okay. So they're already making it. These scratch tickets are already making an impact. Yeah, they made it. They certainly made an impact against LA. We're two games in. I mean, Haas played two minutes against Vancouver, but against LA, take the goal out of it. I thought him and Nygaard were really, really good. Yeah. There was a brief moment, too, where the line was 91, 92, 93. Yeah, that's cool. That was pretty cool. I just felt in that whole game, like, like yeah, there's a couple times I'm like I was like shit, what the fuck is happening? Like we we know with Smith's puck playing, there's gonna be the odd blunder. Unfortunately, the timing was two blunders back to back that put us behind the eight ball early in the game. But like with how the Oilers were playing, you just always knew they were gonna stay in the mix and make the comeback. Like you just felt the energy. I was really really confident watching that game. That like just from Connor scoring that first shift and the way they seemed to be playing before that first Smith gaff. I was like, you know what? They're going to overcome these. Yeah, it, it was oddly confident. Like they are playing. My my five words on the first two games was they're barely beating bad teams. But that win against LA, I, I thought they actually were very impressive. Yeah, totally. Like and and Smith got his shit together after the first period there and yeah. kind of held it in for for the guys and they just they just they just kept bringing it. It was it was like I was with my family in Moose Jaw watching the game. And like catching up with them and whatever, and there was twice they had me out of my sofa, jumping up and down, doing fist pumps. So, and my poor uncle Gary, just like I didn't know people did this to sport, reacted like this to sports. <laughs> Gary, what the fuck I do you think know. we do for a living? I know, I know. Well, you know, it's <laughs> Uncle Gary's on like three three coffee dates with his yeah. his boys a day type uh, scenario, and really, really pumped about his new electric bike. Let me tell you. Anyways, that's a conversation for another time, but. Uh, I, I God that, that 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 game was just so entertaining. Like it must have been amazing. You were at it, yeah, wasn't it? Was great. It must have been amazing. The building must have been electric. Building was getting good. Yeah, for sure. Had a lot more zip to it. Mike Smith needs to stay the fucking net. Not What's all what? the time. No, 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 no. no. Both pick. of the first two goals because he went for a skate and the book on him, like Koskinen, shoot high. It's basically going to go in. But you you wouldn't have said that after the first game. His puck play in the first game was amazing. I said it to plug my pregame podcast again. I said on the pregame podcast, I said, he makes me nervous. Yeah, me too. I wasn't overly impressed with his game against Vancouver because, like, I like the coming out, pushing the pace, all that. He needs to pick his spots a little little bit better. That I agree with. Like, Like, you can't can't go on a 50-50 puck if you're a goalie. Both of the first two goals were as a result of him leaving their net. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that's a blunder. But, like, when he's when he goes and plays a puck and gets it out of the zone and the defenseman doesn't have to go and chase it and take a hit to try to make a yeah. play, when he's doing that, like, he just needs to pick his spots. It's when funny we when- talked to Ryan Pike from Flames Nation, we previewed um, the season, how the Flames are going to do, blah, blah, blah. We asked Ryan about Mike Smith, and his comment, Tyler, if you remember, was... Mm-hmm. You kind of live by the sword, die by the sword with his puck movement. There's going to be nights where he looks very good and makes the kind of plays that make you go, wow, kind of like against Vancouver, where there's other nights where you're going to scream your lungs out at your TV, which I did a couple of times against the Kings. 
But you know what I like? I, I bet you because you he he did like he toned it down and he kind of locked it in for the rest of the game. But I bet you he went into that first period because he's a very vocal guy as well. Like he is a leader. He is, which is what I I like the dynamic he brings there. He's fiery. He probably went into the room and just said, "Boys, this is on me." Now I'm gonna be fucking. I've got your back now, so you go do your thing and I'll do my thing. And I, I bet you that just like, you know, that sent such a good message to the team because then they were shot out of a cannon after that. Yeah, I, I just, you know, I, I do think like what Ryan said in that Mary Brown's pop in on Oilers Nation Radio Amen. sponsor plug. Um, he just needs to be a little bit less forceful with it. Like he needs mm. to let it happen naturally. Like on the first one, he came out, stopped the puck, good. Ethan Bear was coming back. He could have just shoveled it to the side of Ethan Bear and the breakout could have went. But he was trying to do too much, thought he could get a guy going up ice and tried to fire it off the glass. Well, that's where the issue came when you tried to force something that wasn't there. If he's coming out and making the easing play, same thing with the Clifford goal. He comes, or the one where Clifford uh, pushed him. He comes out, stops it, and if he would have just stopped it, let it go and let his defenseman come get it, and then there would have been a 50-50 battle between Clifford and the D-man, you're fine. But he goes out, stops it, holds on to it, and goes, I can maybe get past Clifford here. Like You're not going to get yeah. past a guy. The funny thing about those goals, too, is when he gets caught, they are fucking all oh, world. Oh, God. It's funny when an oiler reminds you of a former oiler. I'm watching him skate around, and, like, the, like, rage part of my memory is being accessed. you remember when Tommy Sala would go for a skate mm. when he was a goalie? And you'd be like, Sala, get the fuck back in net. I can remember losing it. Such a good goalie in the pipes. But when you go for a skate, you better have your shit together. We'll see how it goes. Like, Koskinen's going tonight, so it's going to be a completely different dynamic seeing a goalie that, I mean, please don't try to play the puck as opposed to a guy who's... Well, even going back to Mike Smith, how he was on the on the ice talking to his defensemen, working through where he wants them, it's going to be interesting to see how the Oilers' defensemen adapt to Koskinen, who is the complete opposite in terms yeah. of puck handling. Yeah, I mean, Koskinen was on the ice like a week ago. At, or no, not a week ago at practice. It was after the home opener. And they someone tweeted out pictures of him going out and practicing, stopping pucks and moving them. And they actually showed on Hockey Night in Canada, Dave Riddich out in Calgary, his puck moving this year is like way, way different. He's way more aggressive in the net. And they're saying Smith kind of has that effect. Like he's a bit of a mentor and a leader and a teacher in that regard. So maybe we will see Koskinen come out and get a little bit more aggressive and be inspired by him. But I'm happy they're giving Koskinen a look too. Oh, I, I, I totally agree with the decision. You got to do it because um, we got to see who we got. And I like that they put him against the Islanders, his former team, the team that turned their backs on him. Like, get, you know, a guy with maybe a little extra motivation to try to show up against this team. I think I think the timing of, of his first start is is perfect. Wouldn't it be great to know how much money he threw up on the board for a game like today? I would love to. Like, ever since I kind of heard that story and heard, like, how much that does happen in the NHL, I want those numbers, man. I want all the numbers for that. 100%. Even if it's just like for those guys, throwing up a grand is nothing to a lot yeah, of them. But yeah. you know what? You got an extra grand in your pocket at the end of the day. That's a good day. It was Sean Bell we talked about that with, right? Where he said there was one time when they were in Minnesota. I should pull up the clip is what I should do. But he said one time they're in Minnesota and there was like so much money on the board that that weekend when they went out in whatever city they were at, like Nick Schultz just had a backpack with like 20 G's cash in it. And you'd go up to Nick Schultz and be like, I need a little bit more money. And he would just like give you money because when you put the money on the board, it's like committed. It has to be spent on your next road trip out. Yeah. That's Can you weird. imagine just like Nick Schultz carrying a little white guy carrying a backpack with like 25 G's in the back? That's sweet. I like that. That's so cool. That's good living. I don't Great know. How I, 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 I think I'd be stressed if I had a backpack. I'd be with way stressed. But are you? Because if you lose it, you're just like, well, boys, shit, sorry, some guy robbed me. 
Yeah, but the, when it's on my possession, it now feels like it's mine. So, like, even if someone came and asked for a 500 bucks, I'd be like, oh, God, this, this is hitting me hard. These guys are multimillionaires. I know. Well, hey, I'm, just, I, I'm just saying it from my perspective. Speaking of, I, of losing money, you lost some money today. Oh, yeah. I made, I'm, <laughs> I made a bad bet on the Browns yesterday with our boy Nicholas Good. Nicklaus. 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 Good. I uh, lost 20 bucks to him. Mm-hmm. But if I would have won, he would have owed me 30. Oh, he gave you odds. I gave him a deal because I'm saying if people want to make bets with me and they have to pay the stupid tax if they're trying to bet me, the like trying to bet on the favorite. Like, I'm not dumb. Like, yeah, I'm, Jay, I know you love the Browns. Let's bet. Like, my team's five-point favorites. Like, no, no, that's fine. You got to pay the tax to do that should I win. Now, the odds people were right. And the and the and the favorite one and Niners fucking money. the Niners didn't win the Niners fucking rolled them. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what the Niners did. and My boy Matt Breida did is he gave me enough money to beat your Remchuk in fantasy this Ow. week in Nation Real Life. Your Remchuk, he's so young. Yeah, isn't he so young? What are the stakes of this bet? I will tell you what was happening. I was sixty points or sixty-one points back mm-hmm. from from your Remchuk with the Monday Nighter to play. He had no one going. It was done. I had six players or five players and and the granted Cleveland D going. Mm-hmm. To, they had to get 61 points. Like it's 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 a foregone conclusion I'm going to win. And he's he he's in our little group chat trying to swing a big dick uh saying he's got this in the bag. So I said, okay, let's have a wager. So we we have a wager. There's going to be a bet of embarrassment. We instead of doing funds, we wanted to create some content around the show. So I need to pick some sort of attire for Tyler to wear, and we're going to do a donair date together. And I don't even like donairs. And that's see, I found that to be the most shocking part of this. Shocking. Part. So you're clearly not born in Edmonton. No. That okay, perfect, makes sense. Can you just give me a quick run through why you don't like donairs? I find this shocking. What's not soggy like? and I don't know. Like if if I'm because to me they're like a drunk food, right? Like you get. I mean, you have whenever when you you eat them when you're drunk and you eat them when you're sober. Sure. I I never came from a family like my family's never like we're going for donairs. That never happens. I don't one. think many families. Go I know, for but donaires. like I was never. I don't. Maybe I just wasn't properly introduced to a good donair. So this will be game changing. But for me, when I'm like, oh man, I'm starving. It's always like burger or burrito. I'm oh. never like, oh, I'm in the mood for a donair. Oh my god, it, uh, a donair is basically the best burrito you could ever have. What about when you're wasted? Burger. I'll really? I'll search out a burger joint. Like or yeah. I don't know. I've just to me, I was never like introduced to the donairs. Yeah, I never had a crew that was constantly going for yeah. donairs, you'd be like, all right. Well, but and, to me it was always just like when it comes time to eat whatever I want, it's like, oh man, I want a burger, I want so I can, a I can identify with a little bit of your story in the sense mm-hmm. of I, I didn't have my first donair till I was eighteen. Mm-hmm. And it's and I grew up near one of like of a, a very good donair place where a lot of people I knew ate donairs, but for some reason it never showed up on my radar. It wasn't until You're too busy rocking five dollar bukas and pastas at uh, Center High. Uh, no, it was. Uh, we would go to the Phase One food court at West Edmonton Mall when I went to Jasper Place High School, and I would spend five dollars. Yeah, on pasta deli, pasta deli, or with a drink. Yeah, oh yeah, they, they, they had the student special: pasta, salad, drink, five bucks. Unbelievable. Whoa. Yeah, great deal. So you just flood there. So you 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 you, you make friends with someone who has a car. And then you go in their car, and then they take you to the phase one food court. Sorry, phase three food court. You had, to, you had So in grade 10, grade 10ers went to phase one, 
and all the cool kids in, in, in grade 12s went to phase three. You went to phase three right off the hop, right? No, 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 no. Oh, I was wow. a phase oneer. Wow. I was a phase oneer. I uh, I had to go through my, 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 period, my period of ascension. But, it, man, did it feel good hopping in a car, making it to the phase three, that first drive to phase three food court. But, anyways, back to Donaire's. I, it wasn't until I was working at Safeway, and the big thing at Safeway is when once I got long enough, so when I first started there, and I've said this before, I only got one six-hour shift a week. Once I kind of made it to the phase three level of Safewaydom, mm-hmm. where I was working eight-hour shifts, and I'd get a 30-minute lunch, which Time I to do damage. thought it was fucking crazy. So now I'm hanging with the produce guys, the Dusty Nielsens, if you will, and they're like, Jay, we're going for donairs. I'm like, what the fuck is that? They're like, oh, What? Okay, we're going. So I get in their car. This is all, all, all great. I'm with the guys that are making $16 an hour. The heroes. I'm making six I'm like, I can't wait to tell everyone, like all my friends that I'm doing this. And then, yeah, we go for Donaire's, and I hate this. And I'm like, I can't believe this is the first time I had one. Like, I was blown away with how good it was. So what I'm shocked with you is, yeah, I get maybe you didn't grow up with Donaire's, but when you actually went and had a Donaire, you weren't mind-blown. No, I had one in high. I'm not going to name the shop. There was one in St. Albert Simply. by my school. Um, and I remember just like kind of eating a chunk of it and just being like, oh, this ain't the best. And then I just never was like intrigued to go back. So, well, I this, don't know. This, this makes you losing the bet even more enjoyable for yeah, me. Absolutely. So now you have to eat something you don't like. Mm-hmm. And it's not, we're not going regular. We're going jumbo D's. So get ready for that. And you have to eat the whole thing. Yep. And you have to dress up in something that I've selected. This is all going to be recorded. And you have to say some very kind words about my prowess at fantasy. I find yep. it interesting that ta- uh, Tyler is anti-fun and flavor. Mm. <laughs> I'm anti a lot of things. Mm. Interesting. Uh, well, that's fantasy football for you. You do silly bets. and uh, But you know what? I'm going to respect the fact you've you've admitted you lost. And you're gonna pay your debt. Yep, we are. Uh, we're gonna pay up on this one. So, stay tuned. Speaking of paying up, if you're listening to this right now, I need you to go ahead and tweet at Jason Greger <laughs> that he owes me twenty dollars. If you're on Instagram, go to Jason W. Greger oh. and leave a comment that he owes me twenty dollars. This is now going on two weeks with no payment. I will not have this, Greger. If he wasn't on money? the air right now, I was gonna say we should call him, do a cold call of Jason Greger. And you know what? Him. That guy will sometimes answer his phone when he's on the air. So. I'm fully aware of that. Uh, <laughs> I actually hope he never pays me just because it's making me laugh every time somebody tweets at him. Oh, I love You've it. gotten more than $20 of enjoyment out of this. Oh, 100%. yeah. yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're winning big time. Here. I it's really great. hope he doesn't pay. Because here's the plan. Whenever he does pay me, whatever it is, I'm going to frame the payment and I'm going to hang it in the office. You're going to frame the $20 bill or do and you think I'm, he goes check? It doesn't matter what it is. I'm going to frame it and I'm going to have that E-transfer. as a reminder. Well, if it's an e-transfer, I'll just print it off. I'll have that as a reminder of when I was right and Gregor was wrong. If he sends you a check, tell him you need to have it endorsed at the bank before you'll accept it. <laughs> Where you go and the bank's like, we certify this will not bounce. Be like, I can't accept this unless it's endorsed in the bank. Exactly. It might cost you $20 to do that, yeah, but I don't care, Gregor. <laughs> All of a sudden, this is like a whole ordeal for Gregor, and you're spending more than 20 bucks to like frame the thing? Oh, I don't care. Because you know what? Bragging rights for life of being right and Gregor was wrong means more to me than 20 Whenever you have super serious nation meetings with him, like bring it and like put it on the table. 100%. If you get a Neil Hattrick and you got that, your October has been fine and dandy. October, more like rock hardtober. Mm. More like cocktober. Oh. I'm telling you, ever since I bought my third jersey, the Neil third jersey, 
He's been pretty good. And it looks sharp when you wore it to the HQ the other day. Can you buy a Koskinen glove hand? Oh, yes. I'm <laughs> going gonna, gonna to rename my baseball glove Koskinen, and I'm just going to play catch with myself and catch everything. It's got to be scary to be Koskinen being like, you know, I had it good. I was in the KHL. I was making briefcases full of money covered in blood. Now I'm in North America in Edmonton. Everybody knows I have a shitty glove hand. Yeah. And if I go on social media... People who have never done crossovers sitting on their couch <laughs> know to go high on me. Well, uh, weird flex, but okay. But when I was in Russia watching Ska play, which is the team he came from, I could see why he was good because those guys puck possessions like 80% of the game. So He's his, facing his like a easy. couple of shots a his game. His job and is easy. So Pretty he was on the Harlem Globetrotters, essentially, is what you're saying. Exactly. Knowing how that league kind of, sort of, wink, wink, nudge, nudge runs, he kind of was on the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> yeah, he was on the money side. So Putin tricked us. Unbelievable. We went all in on a guy not doing our due diligence on why his winning percentage is so high. What because blows, Putin rigged the team for Ska. What blows my mind with the Koskinen sign, like the initial Koskinen signing at two and a half for the one year, now, I really hope he proves me wrong. But is that there was a goalie with a better save percentage in the KHL that year, and Colorado signed him for like 700 grand. Yeah, just like pocket But he jam. bounced, didn't he? It wasn't he one and done? But, it, well, Koskinen's going to be in the league four years. Arguably, would it, it cost him last year if he came in at 700 grand? Would he be one and done? Uh, I bet you they would have brought him back, but I wish they probably wish they didn't bring like him four back. Four and a half shizzles. <laughs> That's a ton of money. I'm trying to see if that guy. I'm. I forget his name. Motherfucker. He's on cap friendly. Jay thoughts. Oh my god. Unbelievable. I'm on oh, Puckpedia, boys. There you go. Out of boy. Uh, uh, what was his name? I think he. Yeah, you know, he's still in Pavel Frankuz. I think that was the guy. There you go. Uh, Seven hundred grand. Fun name. Frank. Very fun name. Frankuz. Frank Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. He was the one that had better numbers than Koskinen in the year before Colorado signed him. He had a one eight zero goals against to go with a nine forty six GA. But last year he spent all year except for two starts in the AHL. But his two NHL starts seasoning. He a, how old is he? Twenty nine. So okay, younger. Same. How tall is he? Six foot one seventy ah, six foot. So they we put, got they, six inches on him. Yeah. So they put a price on him. my sex tape. Uh huh. <laughs> um, but in his two starts last year, this is good. He had a nine forty three save percentage and a one nine six GA. And oh. now he's their backup all the time to Philip Grubauer. You could argue they have two better goaltenders than the Oilers, paying only $4.2 million for them. Wow. That doesn't even get you a Mikko Koskinen. What's Smith make? Smith makes two with the potential to earn four. Yeah. I wonder if there are players on the Oilers currently who signed new deals in the summer that were really pissed that they didn't get it done when Pete was still here. Oh, yeah. I bet you Darnell sort of kind of wishes he would have pushed for an extension, uh, a long-term deal, maybe. Oh, I know. He's going to get his bread, though. But we're putting him in a shutdown role, so his point production might not be as high. So we might, instead of like $7 million, maybe he's like a 5 6 guy. You know who regrets it most of all? It's big rig Pat Maroon. Because there was the rumors that the Oilers offered him like three years times four mil in November in that final year. And he was like, nope, testing free agency. And that didn't go well. Well, well, it won him a Stanley Cup. Yeah, but I, I, ha! I bet you there's checkmate, a, your M check. And now he's playing for Tampa Bay. I bet you there's a lot of NHLers in that kind of Patrick Maroon level where they haven't earned a yeah. ton of money in their career. If you were like 12 mil, Stanley Cup. Mm. Like that sets you up. Yeah, yeah. But like he did want to go back to St. Louis. There was a lot of positives for him, so I shouldn't. That kind of on deal him. is why Dustin Penner can still claim to be a DJ on social. Hundred <laughs> percent. What would you pick? 12 mil or a Stanley Cup? Stanley Cup. Really? Yeah. 
Oh, well, you gotta go into the That's scenario. Let's one. say you depends. If you're a character, maybe you can monetize the Stanley Cup win to a decent degree. Not a twelve schmill. Like if I was 32 years old with career earnings after playing in the A and all that of like $5 million and you were like, all right, you can get a three-year deal that's going to pay you 12 mil or you can go cup chasing for three years and only make three yeah, mil. No, you take the 12 mil. I'm taking 12 mil, man. Yeah. And win a cup with the Oilers. Yeah. There is no sum of money I would trade <laughs> yeah. for an Oilers Stanley Cup win. Really? No. If I sat here right now, okay, a let's briefcase with 25 grand. A briefcase with $150,000 for an Oilers Cup win this year. Oh, fuck. Oh, buddy, oh no. but that's Come different. Not, I've never played. I've Jesus. never done a 50-50, and I don't play the lotto. Because mm-hmm. the game that I'm in, if I won a bunch of money, it would be a disincentive to continue to be an entrepreneur. If I won the lottery tomorrow morning and then continued to do what I want to do with my career, there would always be some dickhead who'd come out and be like, yeah, but he fucking won the lottery. Like, yeah, but then he invented a robot that can jack you off. Yeah, but with lottery money, so fuck <laughs> that guy. I don't want no wins. Please invent that. Okay, so you don't want free money. Right. But come on, 150 grand? We'll probably okay, make so money. Off. That's a lot of money, but like that's not going to sway me off an Oilers Cup. Off an cup Oilers Cup. Oilers Cup. Oilers cup I, I, okay, wait. I, I'm gonna, the, 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 Oilers the, Nation guys, we'll probably do The value of yeah, joy is, is priced higher than 150 grand. Okay, that was a poor example for the guys at Oilers Nation because there's a lot of money to pick be made if the Oilers win the Cup. Um, well, I'm not going to pick a different team, but <laughs> I okay, want that. what if it was one mil? Crisp. No, man. Bills. What would I do? You're with saying no. Yeah, okay. I would just get season tickets to the Oilers and better seats and wait for them to win another cup. <laughs> mm, that's true. I don't need no million dollars. That's true. Yeah, it's it's got to be like an ungodly sum, I think, for me. For me, I'm taking a million dollars and I'm out. I, yep. I know a guy who I'm was taking a, I take a lot less than a hundred G's and I'm out. You can never watch Oiler hockey again. I'm out. Ooh. See ya. Oh, my life would honestly be pretty. You'd bounce for a mill? Yeah, man. I'd bounce for a mill. I am disappearing in the hills of Southeast Asia. With a million? You are oh, never yeah. seeing oh, me again. Yeah, yeah, you go that way. Fare thee well. Well, fair enough. Uh, Where's know. Bag Milk? Oh, he's, oh. Uh, he's, he's a ghost now. He's long gone now. Mm-hmm. It's always good when you go to Asian countries and you check your bank balance when you don't have much money, but it makes it seem like you got all the money. Imagine when it's a million bucks. Yeah. Like if we're talking That's about a, a million dollars USD. I am out. If I was in what was CAD? I am out. Okay. If I was an NHL player, I think the hardest thing to do is transition out of the end, right? Because like all of a sudden, your buddies in the show aren't texting you, and you have nowhere to go and nowhere to be. I'd do the move where you just like move somewhere really random where no one gives a flying fuck who you are, but not because you used to be in the NHL and now you're not. It's just like you're not not there. Yeah. Disappear for four years. Go and do an undergrad degree if you got the sense for it, right? But, like, get the fuck out of a hockey market and just hang out there. I wish I could remember who read the, wrote the article I was reading yesterday. It was talking about how in, say, 15, 20 years from now, that privacy is going to be the new celebrity. Oh, it's going to flip. Yeah. So, like, never having your face shown on social media will be, like, really, really valuable. Exactly. So if like your government really name. yeah, if you like really don't want your face on social media, then all of a sudden it just starts like half appearing and like your chin is all of a sudden yeah. on Insta. You I, won't want that shit. I'm in the screenshotting all of those so I can build up an image of you. One and eye like low, one eye together. Well, and and ba- like bank milk will leak his face here and there. His government face. What well, single milk used to come attached? Now it's not. Yeah, man, you, you got to get out in these streets, you know. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Got to monetize yeah. the platform. Flex a little bit. Uh, um, I'm a face whore. I'll put my face on anything. Yeah. No, I'm going the other way. 
Just a little taste. I believe it, man. Oh, Privacy. Because yeah. oh, yeah. I've had people send me photos and be like, is this what bagged milk looks like? And I'm like, I, my I favorite, don't know. My favorite one, and I've told it on this podcast before, is when I was at the playoff, uh, in a playoff game a couple years ago, and I was shit bag wasted. And I was walking around the concourse handing out Nation stickers and just talking to anybody I could see with Oilers Nation gear on, which there were plenty. And I talked to this one guy. He was decked out head to toe. He had a hoodie on, a hat. I was like, I'm going to go talk to that guy. And I was like, hey, thanks for the support, man. I'm bag milk on the website. Cool to meet you. See you later. He takes a picture of me as I'm walking away and DMs it to me on Twitter. And like, he says, Hey man, just so you know, this drunk asshole is walking around Roger's place pretending to be you. Right <laughs> yeah. now. I was like, no, sir. Well, I like, am that drunk asshole. There was that one time we heard reports of, uh, Wanye being at the, out the, at the, at the bar <laughs> buying everyone, but he was buying everyone drinks and then or, or was he getting drinks? No, no, he was he had a tab going at the pint said uh, he was Wanye was buying people drinks and getting free drinks. Then got the end and was like, I'm not paying. I respect it. I've had one where bag milk was there, allegedly, <laughs> trying to comp drinks. But the unfortunate part is Rick knows who I am. Yeah. So it didn't fly. But did he know who you are? Not inside, no. No, I'm pointing at his heart, everyone. Are you going to tell the story of you getting recognized the other day based off your voice? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. That's alarming. That's wild, man. Mm-hmm. So Surveyor Brett, who's our boy. Doing the Lord's work. He's he's our de facto judge on all matters nation real life. So we started out, we knew each other because he said something and then I got snarky with him and then he got snarky with me and then I got super snarky with him. Then I looked into him, realized he was a referee. Made fun of that for a while. Great rec league ref. But he's actually a good dude. Great dude. Go down the Emperorville block, shout out to Riverdale, looking at our new building being built, stand there yammering away. And the Epcor guy walks up to me. He's like, hey, are you that guy? And I'm like, no, sir. And he's like, wait a minute, you are that guy. You're the guy from the Real Life Podcast. And we had a chat. I don't want, like, he's a great guy, super cool. But, like, I don't know, man. It had happened to me at the arena already once this year, too. Oh, boy. Yelling in line as somebody tapped me on the shoulder. That happened to me in a rental car once. Go on. I had to just drop off my vehicle for service. So they flipped me in a rental car for a couple of days. So I was doing the thing where I was driving to the rental place to fill out the paperwork or whatever. And the guy beside me, we're just shooting the shit, talking to Oilers or whatever. He's like, by any chance you want a podcast? Yes. Do you work at Oilers Nation? Yes. I know who you are, man. And you, but, went, and you went like, shut the fuck up and don't say voice. it out loud. No, 10% off my tires, even though you don't work here. Mm-hmm. The voice. Um, Surveyor Brett, I have a good Surveyor Brett story. At Hockey Helps the Homeless, which yeah. is a charity tournament. He was refing one of the games. And uh, whenever he refs my rec league games and all that, I love to just roast him. Like, I give it to him the whole game. I'm always in his ear. And the guys who I was playing with on that team didn't know that I knew him. So I'm standing <laughs> over the boards in this charity game, just fucking giving it <laughs> to Surveyor Brett. I'm yelling about, like, a missed slashing call on a breakaway I had. And I finally, like, turn around and look at the guys on the bench, and they're all just like, the fuck is your problem? You really man. hate the ref. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm not just like a dick in a charity game. I, I know him. No, he's a beauty. Go yeah. follow Surveyor Brett at B. Luchansky. He's a good dude. He's a good follow. Go follow him. They call him Looch. <laughs> no, they don't. We should trade him to Calgary for a better ref. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, For a better listener. Yeah. Oh, geez. One at 12. Good for you, Brett. I appreciate you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, we do appreciate it. Um, the 2-0 start to the Oilers season, as I veer this back into hockey talk fair, again. Fair. 
I'm like everyone's expectations here or prediction was playoffs, right? So the two and start, does it have like because it's against LA and Vancouver, does it have you like more confident in Oilers making the playoffs, or are you still like in like a wait and see? No, let's it, see some real tests first road trip for me because I, I I swear I I've and I've been saying this, but I have been funneling the the Kool Aid, and yeah. it ju- it's just it's just nice that it's affirming what I believe. Because it's it's always a kick to the dick when you believe in something so much and it goes the other way. It's just it's just just that that affirmation I'm feeling right now just feels so good. And I'm wearing a hat right now that you can get available now on NationGear.ca mm. that says "Pray for Playoffs 2020." Because I believe, I believe too. I really like that hat. It's a sharp looking lid. Thank to me, you. I think no matter who they're playing. Good team, bad team, doesn't matter. Having points in the bank, especially in October when everybody's kind of a little bit sloppy still, maybe yeah. not on top of their game, they have to get these points in the bank. Yeah, bank so I don't care points. who they're playing. Just fucking win, baby. Yeah, it's good. I haven't looked, sat down, looked at the season yet. Like, if it got pretty easy till Christmas, tough. What's it looking like? They're, on, they're in New York right now. They're on the New York trip. Yeah, yeah, so they got New York, New Jersey, New York on this road trip, and then... And Chicago Sunday. Chicago on Sunday? Yeah. Oh, back Matinee on Saturday weekend. and Sunday? No, Sunday's like a 6.30. It's the second half for oh, hometown hockey. On oh, good, 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 good. Um, but man. honestly, like, the way the NHL is now, it's like, you know, it's a 3-2 league where all the parity exists. How many games do you really look at and be like, easy one, bank it, two points? Me, man, I'm going off lineups from like four years ago in my head, too. I'm like, oh, goof, jerk, Sedins are terrible, beat Vancouver. They haven't been playing for a year. Nope. Yeah, there's not a lot of gimme games, really. Is the point like you're looking at this Other road trip and the Oilers, thinking we're easy to <laughs> yeah. <hit>. yeah. <laughs> Islanders, Rangers, Devils, Blackhawks. They're all good. They've all they're, got they've all got potential to beat us, but the, they're all still winnable games. You're not looking at any of those being like, oh, the Oilers I, are in tough. I think the Oilers can beat anybody right now. I'm just I don't know. I'm just like that game on the weekend just showed like that commitment and like. Connor's chirping Doughty like that was so like good. that's that's emotion right like that 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 means he's here and he fucking wants it like it's like I think we can <laughs> I literally think we can win every game this year on that nice. play on Zach Cassian's goal Connor made Drew Doughty look like fucking Dennis Grabishkov it was bad he caught him napping hard he just dummied him little pass to Drysaddle to Cassian in the net whoa daddy that that in terms of like a play might be the best play of the year I also loved Connor's goal too because it just is a result of him being so fast that they do not know what to do with him. Yeah, and then you're standing there almost getting caught watching him and the puck's off your skating in. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Do you think he meant to bank it off the D-man skate? I do. I firmly believe that I, everything I that happens out there, he means to do. That yeah. was, if you look at it, that's his only option. I think he came and cut in, looked, saw the angle yeah. he was at, and just went. Like, if it was Josh Archibald, I'd be like, oh, that's fluky. But, like, <laughs> when it's Connor McDavid, <laughs> yeah. you're like, he saw something. I think, like, maybe he didn't go, like, ooh, I'm going to put it off this angle of his skate and go in. But I think he was like, ooh, D-man in front, not looking. Throw it there and see what happens. Yeah. Um. But the other play I really liked from McDavid in that game against LA is when he drew that penalty breaking up the ice where the guy got the interference call on him. And all McDavid was doing was like swimming his yes, arms flailing. while skating into the guy. And the guy got a penalty. It was great. They are starting to call penalties on Connor. The refereeing yeah. in that game was, was atrocious. On both ends. Yeah. Both teams had horrible calls. But in general, like even against uh, Vancouver, they called one that I was like, McDavid doesn't get that call a year ago. What about that helmet call thing? That was weird. Because it just basically had Connor freezing in motion. 
Well, he had to try and pick up his hel- helmet, and then Alex Edler smashed one in from the blue line. Them's the rules now, though, right? Super. They're, that's going to cause some sort of crazy controversy in the playoffs this year. So if you for sure. lose your helmet, you have to make amends. You and either put have to go on. off the ice, or you have to go and get it. You're allowed a reasonable amount of time to make a play. So, like, if you have the puck and you're, like, driving wide and your helmet gets knocked off... You're allowed to like finish your pass, and then you got to go get it. Well, Twenty-five years ago, the refs used to light your smokes on the ice. Exactly. Now we're playing in this pussy world. Do you think this okay. just got like super lawyery, or is that the reason why one of these rules comes in? Because that's all I could think of when it, when Elliot Friedman was doing the walkthrough on why this is a rule. Now all I could think of is this had to get like super lawyery with insurance or something like that. Concussion lawsuits could be the undoing of pro sports. They have to try and. Every single mitigation strategy they can make, they have to do. So they can say to players, 30 years from now, we did everything we could with the technology of the day to keep you safe. I think eventually there's just going to come a point where in some, there'll be some terrible lockout in every single sport, and part of it will be we want you to sign when you sign your ELC that you can never sue us for CTE. And that'll be like a part of the standard agreement of joining ELC, the league. CTE? A lot of letters. OMG. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on the TMI. fucking Instagram. Boom! I could also see them, like, say, 10 years from now, making people go full cage. Oh, God. I can see it. I've been arguing for that in, like, junior A. <sighs> I would agree with that in junior A, because there's still, like, what percentage of kids, Tyler, actually make the show from junior? Very, very percent few. And these kids don't need to be going out there, getting their jaws caved in. I was at a Crusaders game last year where Brett Wieschorster drops the gloves with this tough guy, this tough Quebec guy who, like, led the Q in points and then came to the AJHL, drops the gloves with him, one punch and like lip through teeth in one punch, splitting nose open, blood everywhere on the ice. And it's just like, fuck, man, this doesn't need to happen in January of a junior A hockey game. I know people love the rough and tough spirit of the sport and all that, but I was just like, fuck, that kid does not need to get split open and have like, I mean, like life altering damage done to his face. Was there a guy in the show the other day who got f- like a stick in the teeth and there was like carbon fiber in his gums? <laughs> And then he would, they gave him a root canal, and he was back on the ice within four minutes and scored the game-winning goal. Shut up. That's so gross. I think a guy wow. from Jersey. I think we know how to trigger oh, your man. Man. here. There is <laughs> nothing, like, as far as things that gross me out and, like, make my skin crawl, teeth. Like, talk about teeth and, like, people losing <laughs> teeth. This motherfucker is and, like, complicated. Jesus. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know what it is, um, but I'm just, like, super grossed out by anything with like, yeah, teeth in general. Oh, and that, you should love Donaires. They're so soft and easy. I should. Yeah. Um, yeah, like a couple months ago, my girlfriend had like a really bad dental problem where like they had to drain stuff from teeth and I wouldn't let her talk to me about it. Mm. I was like, you're not allowed to speak about this when we are together. I know right. you're going to the dentist. That's Noted. it. Must be a real treat being Mrs. Your M. Chuck. Bag Absolutely. milk, what are you scared of irrationally? Uh, I used to be scared of moths, actually. Moths? Yeah. And then I went to Asia and there are fucking pterodactyls coming at you. So you just kind of got to get over it. Going to Asia toughened me up a lot because it's like, it. well, I can be scared 24 hours a day or I can pee with a tarantula staring at me. Absolutely. Jay, what are you it. scared of? Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm scared of? Going to register my fucking car because I had to go do that today mm-hmm. and got some prize with $460. I'd written notes on it, but I had it memorized. <laughs> Uh, that's what I'm scared of. A, uh, Four or six dollars in tickets. A RCMP, a, a nice RCMP guy in Saskatchewan reminded me my plates were unregistered, which I didn't know was the case. And so I went to register my car today and had all these unpaid fines. On the bright side, you are you probably filled a couple of potholes single handedly. 
So good for you. God, that's God, what I'm Jay. scared of right now. Community Jeez. man. You're scared of potholes in a monster truck? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just scared of register my truck because never once in like the last 15 years of my life has it been like under 300 bucks to register my car. How many times have you been pulled over in the nation truck? I, like a handful? Like it's happened enough times? No, well, once. Just oh, happened to me on Sunday. Did when he say I was, something? No, it was an RCMP guy who pulled me over for unregistered plates. But was he like, whoa, cool truck? No, I was in Ryderville. I don't know if he got it. Nah, but he was nice. Of course he was. Sasky guy. But no, I haven't, been, I haven't had a cop pull me over in the nation truck yet. I've been driving with unregistered yeah. plates. Maybe it's gotten me off a lot of tickets. It's because all the provincial registries no longer mail you out a reminder. And they don't send you out your registration like they used to. So you'd be like, oh, my registration. So everybody involved has just copped so much shit from motorists being like, I had no idea. I think they've just sort of been like trained to just be like, give them their ticket and tell them it's okay. Oh, well, in Saskatchewan, the fine is $590 for an unregistered vehicle. Mm -hmm. So, but the nice cop said, if you call in and be nice, I can't guarantee you anything, but they'll reduce it. And did they? I don't know. I have to call. I just got the oh. ticket. Wow. It didn't appear on this one. Here's it would uh, have been a $1,000 registration. For the eight other people or however many fucking people listen to this podcast. Lower. Well, lower. Go, go out and uh, check your plates. Double check it all. Yeah, right now. That's, our, yeah. that's our PSA to everyone else. We're making people better. I don't know what letter of the last name it is, but just check it out. Because it fucking sucks. That's very fucking helpful. Also, always flush a condom. Never throw it out. Really? They could dig it back out. <laughs> Gotta flush that shit. You're right. No, 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 no. Don't flush it. Do flush it. I thought. I, I thought. I thought when I, I remember no, when no. you guys got the Epcor too. Flush it. <laughs> flush it. No. Yes. What? Isn't that I bad thought, for I your thought, plumbing? I thought Epcor said like that was one of the big things that gets like fuck Epcor. They're not a sponsor, are they? I don't think so. Fuck them. Uh, I'm you gotta make man myself. You throw a condom out in a waste basket. That shit could be fished out, and you could be a dad. I'm gonna oh, go ahead and suggest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If or if we're burn it. If we're playing the game, yeah, okay, burn right all on. your sperm, and then there's no coming back from have that. You see, have you or seen? like throw it off a balcony. Someone could catch it. A bird. You never know. A bird could fly away, drop it in a park. Next thing you know, you got park babies. Have, yeah. you, have you seen that new Captain Obvious ad? Where it's these, these two like moms that are looking on Instagram, and they see this girl like living her best life in Vegas. And they're like, oh, why can't I be like her? And he's like... Condoms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that oh. is clever. Uh. All right, is that going to do it for episode 142 of Nation Real? It should. I'm embarrassed this, at the quality this of this was one. all over the goddamn this place. But many. I will say, one of my favorite episodes in recent memory. I had a great time. Unbelievable. I went, see, this is, uh, so this is why we need to video what we're doing. Because if we could have gotten your Remchuk squirming, we were talking about teeth injuries yeah tooth injuries that would have been worth the price of admission which is free at the moment but that, that would, would have paid good. for sponsors or those, something but those are the things that we can get on camera and put out because you were it's it's like i it's like i caught one of my 22 walleye in the derby and you're flopping around in the boat well mr scorsese if you're ready to green light a show where <laughs> one person is fucking videoed of four no so it could be me your m chuck and chalmers i have to sit over here though because i got to push the buttons yeah, and so shit. we'll figure out the perspective you teach me them buttons i want to push some shit no, if I teach anyone else how to do this, then you'll all be like, well, your Remchuk's expendable. See ya, buddy. Oh, you um, smart at us. And uh, that's not what I want to happen. No, you're not your, you're not your Remchuk. You keep this shit on the rails, and we appreciate it. Yeah. And it's always good to have your enemies close. Yes. Episode 142 of Nation Real Life is over. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. 